ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for joining us. Kicking back, we hope that you leave inspired and uh, with a new thought to see how the words that we talk about play out into your life. My name is Stacey Johnson. Honored to sit here with you and equally as honored as always to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing great. I'm looking forward to this conversation and... It is a beautiful day. How are you? I am doing really well. I'm I'm watching it be really hot right here. I've got a water leak going on outside, so I have some really happy birds that haven't got to dance in the water in a little while. So I'm watching this other party in my yard. And uh, I am I, I got a I got an email from a lady last night and she said, you know, I just wanted to tell you how intrigued I am by the words that you guys put out. It always gives me good food for thought. And that was, that was nice to hear. That's what I always hope with this, is that we get food for thought to people. You know, and give them a reason to expand on a word. Um, what, what did it bring to you, Cass? What, what is, what's a highlight in this for you? I really enjoy, and I think I've said it before, I really enjoy the point that it hits home that everybody is different, Right? And I don't mean everybody doesn't have the same fingerprint, right? I mean everybody is different. They think differently. They interpret things differently. They believe things differently. And I think it is beautiful to see. I love it. I love it. Me too. I get so intrigued by it. It really kind of bumps my communication. makes me more aware just of how people talk, the words that they use. You know, I've, I've kind of come to figure out that you can tell where somebody is and they're emotionally by the words that they use you know, and the emphasis they put on things that's really just made me aware of what I see and what I hear from people and what I, what I hear their interpretation being at the moment. So I love it. All right, let's get this conversation underway today. We have a beautiful lady joining us. She has returned with us. She was a guest on our Uncaked Heroes podcast, and we're thrilled that she has decided to come back and join us for this. And so, ladies and gentlemen, let me please bring back to the stage Ms. Jackie Turner. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for bringing me back. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So we talked about this podcast after your first recording and kind of told you what it was about. What intrigued you? What made you say yes and want to come and do this with us? It just seemed like a challenge, you know, this list of words and you don't know what you're going to get and you have to kind of come up with something. I think it sounds really fun. Awesome. Well, then let's get to show on the road. And today we are going to talk about reason. So when you hear reason... Jackie, what do you think about what What comes to your mind when you hear the word reason? The first thing that comes to my mind is a verse that says, let us reason together. And it, and it just hits home to me right now in the midst of the crazy that we can't sit down and just talk to each other. And I have a friend, we're like on opposite sides politically, and that's one thing that we do. We go out and we sit down. And I ask her opinion and her, her understanding of something, and I ask her questions, and I listen, and then she does the same thing for me. And reasoning together, it's like we, it's a lost art almost in our, in our country, but it's a beautiful thing to do. Mm, I really like that. I like that. I like that you take the time and, and are willing to sit with somebody on the opposite side and, and reason those conversations out. That's huge. That's huge. Kathy, how about you when you hear the word reason? What do you think about The very first thing that comes to my mind is my why. Right? Mm. My reason for 
for success, my, why I do things. Okay. I like that. What is, the end of one. is it okay to ask what your reason is? Well, I was wondering what, if Kathy could share what her why is. Maybe everybody knows but me. But. No, I, um, I think it really depends on the situation, right? I do, I, I homeschool and I have three kids and my reason for that, my why is because I want them to be able to thrive at their own pace, right? In their own, in their own situation, in their own happy, in their own passion. I want them to be able to thrive in that situation, right? So that's my why for that reason. I work a lot with people in recovery, and my why for that is because I've been in recovery for 16 years, and I know it's possible. Wow. That's great. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. You know, I, I, I kind of do the same thing. You know, my challenge is always to look at the words. We don't pick the words so right before we get ready to start and go, all right, let's talk about this. And so I try to challenge myself immediately to turn that word internal. What's reason about for me, right? And, and I, I kind of, my, I think my definition tags both of you. One of my things when I think of reason is, it's like you, Kathy, my why. Why do I do what I do, right? Why, why is this my draw? Why is this my audience? Why is this my, my passion? Right? I think that the coolest days ever are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. Right? <laughs> so I think. I think that's a good challenge for all of us. You know, what's the reason that of all the things in the world, all the stars, all the birds, all the world, God looked down and decided the world needed one of you. And there's a reason for that. Right? There's a, I think a reason is, is your why for so many things in your life, right? There's a reason you're walking through what you're walking. There's a reason you, you, the people are in your life that they are. And sometimes that reason is apparent immediately and sometimes it's years down the road before you get the reason that that happens or the reason that you walked yeah. past that. So I think a reason sometimes can be situational. There's a reason for this and being comfortable with that, right? I mean, and God tells us that he never tells us we're going to get it. He just tells us that he gets it. And for us to believe that, and there's a reason for everything, right? And so I think that's what it's about for me is, is that why. Why is this happening? Why do I do what I do? Why am I drawn to what I'm drawn to? Um, why do I love the way I do? Why do I forgive the way I do? What's my reason? How about you, Jackie? Where does that take you? Well, I just, I love that both of you are in these wonderful helping professions, which, as you know, I'm a retired therapist, so, so me too. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. we're, all, we're all out there trying to help make the world a better place. And what kind of a great reason is that to get up in the morning? I just, um, I love that, thinking about your why. Thank you. I, I do too. It's intriguing. I mean, it, it gives you a sense of adventure, I think, versus the yeah. mundane of the wheel. How about you, Cassie? Where does that take you? Do you think that the word reason gets misconstrued and used in a negative sense, which causes people to fear the word? I think I, it could, right? If you're trying to make somebody give you a reason, like why, why, give me a reason, that could be a negative way to use the word. Exactly. Maybe they don't know why. 
right? Maybe mm-hmm. it's one of those things that the reason is going to come down later. Um, that's a really good question, Kath. I think there's, I think sometimes there's a lot of fear, right? I mean, I think fear can play into it if, say, you've been sick for a while and you can't figure out how to get on top of it and you're debating whether or not to go to the doctor and that fear steps in. Maybe there's a reason, right, that I'm sick and I don't want to know. Right? Maybe, mm. maybe it's, maybe it's um, that, that, point of, that point of contention with somebody when they'll be reasonable. Right? Can't we reason this out? Can't we find a reasonable solution for all of us? And so, yeah, I think it can be a positive thing, and I can think it also can be a negative thing because people can come back and go, what, what, what was your reason for that? Why? Why would you do that? And so they turn your reason around on them. How about you? What do you think, Kathy? Do you think it can be a, a negative as well as a positive word? Yeah, I mean, I think the fear of having to justify your actions and the judgment that comes from that puts a barrier in place for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I read this book by Oprah. I read this book by Oprah. And it was about, you know, it was about um, trauma, brain trauma. And she was saying, people ask why. Why did you do this? And really what the question needs to be is what happened to you? What happened to you? Instead of why are you like this? And I thought that was such a good reframe, right? Because instead of demanding a reason why, you're saying what? What happened? Mm. Why? Explain it to me so I'll understand. Yeah. So when we use the word be reasonable, okay, and to say we're in a, conver- a conversation or managing a conflict or working through a problem at work or with someone that we're coaching, and our response or their response is just be reasonable. To me, that is their plea for me to see it from their side, right? Just be reasonable to see mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. And so I think it puts us at a, um, a combative place sometimes. You know, when someone's telling yeah. you just be reasonable, but you don't, see, you don't see in the same thing, right? We both see the apple on the table, but we see the apple by our experience with apples. Right? And sometimes there is no reasoning with something and there's no bringing out. So when you're confronted with that and someone's telling you be reasonable, what's your response to that? What's your general reaction? You find that confrontational? If you're asking me, I would say yes. I would feel that was confrontational. It, it, uh, I don't think anybody ever calmed down by saying, calm down. I don't think anybody is right. reasonable by saying, be reasonable. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't it puts think... my back up. Yeah? No, that's just, to me, that's somebody telling you, be less. Be quieter, be more, you know, what is the word? Don't speak your reason, speak mine. Conformative. Quiet, conformative, don't ask questions. Just listen to what I have to say and go with that. Yeah. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm about to ask questions, probably more than you want to answer. (laughs) maybe (laughs) there's always a reason behind it so when you're let's talk about let's turn around into the coaching aspect okay whether it's coaching your children through life or your clients through trauma right how Mm -hmm. 
and I think about you, Jackie. I was reading back over your stuff and your your approach to trauma and that, and and how we manifest that. How we hold on to that so many times it keeps us from moving forward. So, do you ever find yourself in the position, Kath? I know you were with recovery, and I feel like you too will, Jackie, with helping people understand that even though they don't see it, there is a reason. How do you approach that with people? I think, and I think you brought this up already too, Stacy. That oftentimes we're not going to know the reason, not this side, <laughs> not this side of the ground. Um, and so sometimes asking the why can really slow your your healing process. Instead of um, trying to find the reason, think about your life and how to make it better. And maybe in time the reason will come and make sense, but it's not really necessary for healing. I don't think. Good point. How about you, Kathy? Whether it's yeah. with your children or your clients. I, my son is a good example of this. Right? I spend a lot of time asking my kids, you know, if a, a situation arises, I ask them, what did you learn from this? What did you learn? So my son, a lot of times, you know, something will happen or he'll do something and, you know, he'll be like, but it's okay because everything is for learning, right? Well, he he says that? Yes. (laughs) Wow. That's great. And I think that if you make it a point to drive home the fact that there is a lesson in everything, Right? There's no such thing as failure. There is, right, you win or you learn. Cool, that's great. That's, that's so powerful. What a powerful lesson for parents to help their kids understand. There's no failing. There's just winning or learning. Yeah, I wish I, like uh, uh, I Cassie had homeschooled my children. That's like a great teacher. Uh, it's inspiring to hear her, Jackie, talk about her her feeling like her obligation is her reason is to educate her children from all sides. It's very inspiring to hear. Yeah. Yeah. She says some great stuff about it. So, Kathy, do you verify that? And I don't. I don't mean to take your take your statement, but expand on that a little bit for us. Why? Why the passion that you have about homeschooling? What's your reason? Well, you know, I, I do feel like, and I'm not, I, think, I say this all the time, I'm not bashing the public school system, not at all. But in my experience, they teach you what they think you need to know. And it's not according to or based around, right, it's just what they think you need to know. And there's so much more to learn. There's so many more things out there and so much more that we can benefit from, right, that they just don't teach. And I think that in, for me personally, my three kids are completely different. And for me to think that if I drop them down into that system, that they would be passionate and successful according to their passion is almost unfair to them, I think. 
because they're mm. all completely different. They learn differently. They think differently. They feel differently. And, you know, they're young enough now that I can kind of hone in on that and teach them according to that and build on that, right? And I don't think they would have that opportunity otherwise. Wow. That's, that's a beautiful reason. That's a beautiful reason. So, Jackie, when you look at the coaching that you do, the people that you touch, the, the time you spend working with people through trauma, what's your why? What's your reason in that? Uh, I guess I feel like each life is so important. And if people could live more free, you know, live their best life, um, it would bring a lot less stress, a lot more joy, a lot more energy. When you're holding trauma down, it saps your energy. You know, it's like takes a lot of work to keep all that stuff inside. And if you can let it out, you have energy for so many more things in life and creativity and joy and relationships. So just seeing that freedom, and I'm sure this is similar with addiction, seeing people walk in that kind of freedom is it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. You know, when I look at reason, when I question why I do what I do, why I teach what I teach, and why I feel the way I feel, I think it's, because God looked down one day and decided the world needed one of you, and there's a reason for that. And if you never believe in that, you never get to write the story. And if you never write mm-hmm. your story, you never get to see you dance. Mm-hmm. And so what I do at Enlighten Up and what I try to do is help you believe in your why, believe in your reason, shine that light. You've got a light to shine that nobody else can shine. And yeah. it's your story. Write the story. Right? We look up and we let the world write our story for us. And we let them take our shine. We let them dance our dance. Why? Well, there's a reason that you have something to do that no one else can do. And if you'll own that, then you find your why. Um, That's good. Yeah. I, I think the reason is critical. So I've had a wonderful time. I could just keep talking about this all day, ladies. This is inspiring <laughs> me to have a whole page full of notes. So I'm with lots of bumper stickers. <laughs> You ladies are very inspiring, and, and you give such beautiful meaning to reason. Thank you so much. Um, but we are regretfully at a place where we're going to have to find a way to wind this down. So I would love for our audience to remember that we're always brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you in some way, if you want to have a conversation with us, got a story to share, I just need someone to talk to. We're interested in what you have to say. Please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to take my moment to close by saying, Jackie, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, for your input, and for sharing your reason with us. I'm, I'm great. Well, I'm thank great you. To today. Yes, ma'am. Thank you Kathy, for having me. You, My goodness. Oh, what a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure. We're going to give you a moment and let you close out our show for us. So in the meantime, Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today with reason? Um, with a challenge, right? We've been talking about reason and the first thing that I thought about was my why. So my challenge for our audience today is to identify your why. Mm. Beautiful. I heard it, I think it was John Maxwell that said, find out what makes you, what makes your heart sing, what makes your heart cry, and what you dream about, and your why is in those questions. Mm. Okay. So, Maybe we'll get some wise out of this.
Jackie, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today with reason? Well, I just love it. Um, I would encourage everyone to write down, just brainstorm the, as many things as they can think of that are, are their most important values, you know, family, vacations, or um, work, or whatever you think is most important in life. Just brainstorm those things and sit with them for a week and then narrow them down to your top 10 most important important things, and those can help you find your reason. 